I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone, we thought we'd give you a wee taste of our book club podcast because they're some of our favorite conversations to have and we feel like you're missing out if you aren't part of our book club. So in saying that, if you want to head to the show notes and join Shit You Should Read About, we have a little discount code for you. Enjoy. Hi, bookies. Bookies. Last book of 2023. How do we feel? I feel kind of emotional. I feel emotional because we've just had those gorgeous catch-ups with all of you. I know. Now I can picture you. I know. It's like it's like we're still doing it and you're like this the Hollywood screen of squares is still here. It was so cute. So maybe we should start off by saying thank you to everyone that came to those because why were they so cute and wholesome? I know. And honestly, it was really funny because beforehand Lucy and I were like, will anyone turn up and like what, what if we run out of things to say? And then thank, <laughs> when does that ever happen? Thankfully, but. yeah. Thankfully, we're well versed in making chat. But also, thankfully, a bunch of you spoke back to us and actually gave us people to talk to and hang out with. It was really cute. I feel like I feel like we're ending this year on a bang with the bookies. Totally. And I one thing that I loved the most was like people being like, "Are you from here? I live here." Or like, "I'm moving there. Does anyone know?" Really cute. It would bring me. So much joy to know that there were like sub bookie communities yes. going on out there. Like having real life catch ups, <sighs> bringing your books to a coffee shop and being like, let's chat. Let's Phoenix together. <sighs> or like, I don't have capacity to talk to anyone, but let's just read. Yes. Yes. Shador. Shador. Love it all. We're also ending it on a bang because our final book for the year was like a sneaky, sneaky success in terms of. I loved it and I didn't think I was going to. Yeah, I, I know. I fucking love this book so much. It bowled me over mm-hmm. and I'm real. I love that you loved it too because you're right. It's like a little bit off beat for me. Yeah. I think it was your energy for the book that helped me love it. You know, when you sometimes, Fleabag, sometimes you need someone to tell you what to like yeah, and sometimes okay. I like this is bad because obviously you're meant to make your own opinions about things, but sometimes I like to hear that it's it means a lot to someone else or it, it it's like funny to them or the writing style is really cool for them to make me interested in it because there's so much to choose from yeah. that I'm like, okay, tell me why I should be interested and, yeah. and then I'm going to love it. But then I by feel like the, the bookies end, did that to me for Fourth Wing. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I Yeah. This book, okay, so we've. It's I'm a Fan, Everyone, by Sheena Patel. And essentially it's this really small book and the chapters are like some of them are a quarter of a bloody page. Yeah. So the format really worked for me. I knew it would. And it was funny because 
the, this format is something that Luce and I have been talking a lot about with our own book. And sorry not to like center ourselves in this narrative here and bring up the fucking band again. But um, I loved it. It's like a page turner and it was almost designed again for an internet reading audience. Yes. And oh, in more ways than one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, let's dive in. Yeah. But loved that, loved the form and like the kind of bravery and conviction of a writer to be like, I don't need um, – 27 pages to tell you what happened yes i'm going to tell it to you in half and, and it's going to be just as good but it's going to like bite you in the teeth did you see what she had bell and i um have been reading i think similar interviews with this author and as soon as you said not to make this about our book i, I was like oh i've actually written here not to make this about our book but sheena said I had a grand idea of breaking the structure of the novel. I wasn't coming to the publishing industry from the inside. I wasn't coming to writing trained in any way, though I am an avid reader. I figured the only way I can do this is to break it. Yeah. And I was like, mm, bestie, like I haven't been trained in writing at all. Like this, we're not from the publishing world. Yeah. Well, actually, you've published a poetry book before. But I was like, I feel so seen by that, yes. by her being like, I, the only way I can do this is to not do it how it's always been done because I don't know how it's always been done. But isn't that like not to be Airbnb stretch canvas motivational quote on you, but like isn't that just an amazing spirit to take to anything? It's like I didn't know how to do it, so my only way was to break it and do mm. it my own way. I mean, I feel like you of all people completely champion that. So I read that and I loved that and then I loved thinking about that as a wider concept yeah. for life. Yeah, I thought it was great. Did you see um, – the context for how this book came to be. Yes. I thought this was amazing, especially because I'd also, what, spoiler alert, watched The Morning Show. Yes. The final season. Yes. But it comes, it came from watching the January 6th United States capital attack. And um, she talks about watching it and, and talking about love and hate and destruction all becoming intertwined and thinking this is what it's like to be infatuated with someone who's emotionally unavailable. Which is really crazy because when you're reading the book, apart from really tiny moments, you don't really see how something, unless you're looking at it from like a real zoomed out level, how Jan 6, it's not like a book about the capital insurrection. Like, you know. There's nothing really no, in there about it. No, it's like that idea is what formed this book, which is about being obsessed with people and online people and real life people and people that you may not even meet. It's just so interesting that the idea strayed so much from the final project. Yeah. But as soon as she talks about it, it's quite fascinating because you're like, Totally. Wow. And then she she also talks about, like, the, the idea for, for the book, which if you have, haven't read it, the general gist is you have a narrator, we never find out her name, and she's obsessed with this married man who's having lots of affairs, and she's obsessed with him and one of his lovers and goes to this sort of like extreme inordinate um, lengths to sort of express that and figure that out. And and Sheena Patel talks about being single during the pandemic and feeling really bitter about being single and that just feeling like a really ugly emotion to wrestle with. And like I really, really love that as, a, as something to explore because I feel like so much of the, of the dialogue about women being single is like, love yourself, fill up your life, be okay, la, 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 la. Like 
like you're a train and you'll get to the station one day and it's like no sometimes it's dark and yeah. icky and hard the same way being in a relationship is but you don't see this sort of yeah. storytelling like the bitterness of like oh well just fuck you yes yeah <laughs> which i love that's so interesting i i i think she has done such a brilliant way of writing something that is like nothing that we've ever read before yeah like very so of its time yeah this is the most i was saying to Belle. this is the most zeitgeisty book i have ever read and i think it's because we're reading it like in the zeitgeist like we're reading it while the memes and the things she references are Mm. still relevant yes um i thought i would read out some of my favorite titles please so that we could all like sort of understand the zeitgeistiness oh first of all she used just the term FR, 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 which means for real, for real, for real, for real. Like something that you only use online heaps. Like, oh my God, yeah, be fucking for real. Like, that, but the actual, I, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, did you like write this yesterday? Was, you're so current. And another line before I get to the titles was, the man I want is daddy in his working life, which he populates with men, and baby in his intimate relationships with women. And we are so seeing like, Daddy, daddy's kind of done now, but like baby girl, like calling fucking Kendall Roy from Succession baby girl and like shit like that. I don't know. I was just like, this is so zeitgeisty. It's crazy, but I love it. And it's about what's so cool about it. It's not zeitgeisty like using what's something that's trending right now that will completely date in like a month. Tube time. girl. Yeah. Not even like, trending anymore, but. Yeah. So it doesn't date in that respect. It's yeah. like the form and, the, and some of the languages yes. of the zeitgeist, but it's not talking about really specific yes. cultural moments that will be kind we'll of to look back on. Which is so smart. So some of the titles, some of my favourite titles are I Might Look Innocent But I Screenshot A Lot, I Like The World In My Head Where I Can Rehearse, Simp. First of all, I didn't miss the red flags. I looked at them and thought, yeah, that's sexy. I can fix him. You're on your own, kid. That's a Taylor Swift song title. If I was a worm, would you still love me? Something that I, it's a meme that I love and, well, I loved at the time. I text to my family just to see what they would do. Love that for you and for the plot. Like these are all just such brilliant, like you said, zeitgeisty enough that you can tell that she's current, she's online, she understands what's what, but mm. not to the point where it's cringe. Yeah. Yes. And she also talks about like, um, how can you translate the concept of a meme and, and the like, the humor at the sharpness of a meme into a written prose? And that's what that totally that's is. Because we were talking about this on the way. God, we just sound like we are hanging out all the time, which we are. Which we are. Um, and we try not to talk about this <laughs> offline. Be- offline, but we accidentally do. Um, which is that even if you don't know the word meme, that's still a really good title. And that's what I thought was like so endearing about this. Yes, book. I agree. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. On the meme thing, just before we move along, is um, there was there's a really brilliant interview with the author of 
uh, my year of rest and relaxation and it's sort of those two in conversation and she asks, do you think there is a correlation between the language and structure of memes and poetry? And this, when I read this, I was like, this is me and Belle. I was like, <laughs> I love memes and Belle is a poet. And and then, the, and I'd never thought about the idea that in any world there could be a correlation between memes and poetry. And then this is what Sheena said. What an interesting thought. Memes are irreverent. They use the structure of the joke to penetrate to the truth like clowning. Poetry is an earnest place, but perhaps there is a correlation between them both. They both try to engage an audience or reader in a minute slice, and they're both consumed on the internet. Poetry, strange thing to think, this is not in the quote, poetry is something to be thought of as consumed on the internet, because obviously it is, Mm. Rupi Court of it all. Mm. But in my head, it still seems like something you want to pick up a very small book. And Mm. anyway, that's maybe outdated poetry is where we go when we need solace and that's true of memes too they are something i heavily leaned on in dark times both personally and in the face of political corruption and moral decay that's what siska does the gallows humor is something that gets me through the day and poetry functions that way too a crazy unlock Mm. a crazy thing to consider i was literally like that's fucking me and bell and i've never thought (laughs) i've never thought about the way that both poetry and memes are doing like the job of saying a lot with a little. Yes, social commentary. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. Totally. It's funny that you you said that about poetry online and in print. I read a headline today that said poetry's had one of its best-selling years ever. And I think Rupi Kaur, that, that sort of movement has had yes. a lot to do with that. But it's so true, right? And I love what where poetry's going at the moment, which is, well, the stuff that I read, away from like, we're out thou, I need an yes. MBA just to fucking understand this, which no shade on people who write like that. I just never could. And it sometimes makes me feel unintelligent. And I just, that's why this book is so good. It's like a fusion of all of this yeah. really interesting shit. And that's what we love to do in our personal work. So to see this book out in the world that was doing it too, was just amazing. And she talks about race in this really like gritty, confronting like effortless but gnarly way that you can't avoid, which I haven't seen being yes. written like that yet. Yes, and it's also not like, okay, and now here's where I'm going to talk about the political stuff. It's like, yeah. no, it's woven into her obsessions. It's woven into her life. It's woven yeah. into the conversations she have. It's, it's so, yeah, you're right. It's so well, well done. Yeah. I love um, other things we loved. Yeah. It's like just a gorgeous crushing session. But there's sort of like, internal monologue she does about her fantasies and I was thinking a lot about like when you spend a lot of time alone you fantasize a lot and I was thinking about how she wrote this book in lockdown and obviously that was like daydreaming just became like one of the only things you could do to keep sane so um I really loved the sections like you mentioned before I like the world in my head where I can rehearse and she's going through these like various like dream scenarios where this man is watching her and she's glamorous and happy and she's sexy and like "Mm, whatever and it's just like she really taps into our like thirst for being desired and how online has completely exacerbated that to this crazy sort of measurable degree where you're like how many people desire me Mm. and and we've gotten to the stage now with romance and friendships and connections that like 
people are manip- very able to use their communication style as a manipulative tool. Like everyone's online all the time. So if you don't text me back for five days, it's either a power play or something massive's happened. Yeah. You know? Yes. And so I think she untaps that in a really interesting way. That's not like you didn't text me back. You hate me, but you, you see this sort of like power struggle between everyone and how their real life sort of starts to melt into their online presence and all the lies. It's so much to unpack. If you want to hear more of our conversations about the books we're reading in our book club, you can come and join Shit You Should Read About, which is the very apt name for our book club, where we give you access to our group chats, our full podcast episodes, our weekly prompts, our roundups. It's just the cutest community on the internet. And even better, if you click the link in the show notes, you can get a discount um, to become a Cisco supporter and join the book club. So see you there.